Is he talking trash? No, it's just Scott being Scott. It's time for Inez Says. And we are back on the Inez Says podcast. Appreciate you being here today. I'm Scott Inez. You can find the Inez Says pod all over the place. They're on Spotify, WDBO.com, the WDBO app. Most places you find your podcast. Well, as I tape this pod today, as usual, stuff is happening. Never a dull moment in D.C. The House of Representatives on the verge of impeaching President Trump for a second time. The House started to debate the rule governing the parameters of the impeachment shortly after nine on Wednesday morning. Then they're going to have two hours of actual debate on impeachment, which will happen during the afternoon before vote on impeachment, which will only need a simple majority. The Democrats are going to get it. And by the way, at least five House members have already said they will vote to impeach President Trump. Republican members, most notably Liz Cheney of Wyoming. Um, Before I get to my thoughts on impeachment and what's going on in the country right now, more facts here. What does a second House impeachment of President Trump mean? I saw a tweet, I think it was yesterday, that had like tons of retweets, like 182,000 retweets. And here's what it said, quote, the president, if impeached for a second time by the House, one, loses his $200,000 plus pension for the rest of his life. Two, loses his $1 million a year travel allowance. Three, loses lifetime full Secret Service detail. And four, loses his ability to run in 2024. Now, four is the big one, right? Four is the big one. Now, let's fact check here. Number one, Let's go back to number one. The president would lose his post-presidency pension only if both the House voted to impeach him and then the Senate voted to remove him from office. That very likely is not going to happen. Now, impeachment itself without removal would not result in the president being denied any benefits. Not that he needs them or anything, but just to get the facts out there. All right, number two, does he lose his $1 million a year travel allowance? The law makes clear that presidents who have lifetime Secret Service protection never get a $1 million travel allowance. That does not happen. All right, number three. It's unclear if President Trump would lose lifetime Secret Service protection even if the Senate voted to remove him and prohibited him from running. That's number three. And number four. Even if a Senate vote to remove the president would not prohibit him from running in 2024 for the Senate to ban him from the presidency, the Senate's going to have to hold an additional vote on that question. So I think that's the big nugget here to take away. Neither a second House impeachment nor even a Senate vote to convict the president and remove him from office would prevent him from running again in 2024 and beyond. Instead, After two-thirds of senators present voted to remove Donald Trump, a simple majority of senators present would have to approve an additional vote to bar him from the presidency in the future. That is very, very unlikely to happen here. So I think the answer to that question, can the president run again in 2024 if he wants to, I think the question would likely, at least at this point, be yes. Now, there's a lot of uncertainty about the disqualification issue since no president has ever been removed from office by the Senate and only judges have been disqualified from future office. But that's, in essence, how I understand it. Now, what do I think of what's going on in Washington right now to impeach President Trump for a second time. 
I do believe it is political theater at its absolute worst. It is a total and utter waste of time. And Democrats better be careful what they wish for, because when the shoe is on the other foot, right, when the shoe is on the other foot in the future and you know what's going to happen, they're setting a very, very dangerous precedent. They cannot loosen themselves from Trump derangement syndrome. And again, for the record, totally condemned the violence at the Capitol building last week in the highest regard. Just like I condemned the violence in our streets we saw this past summer. What the president did a week ago in Washington, speaking in front of his supporters, was not responsible. I thought the speech was a very angry speech. It was a very bitter speech. But let's call it like it is. And I called it the day of last Wednesday. Because this nation is being swept up right now by so much emotion and, you know, it it was so visceral to see people breaching the Capitol building on Wednesday. We had never seen that before in our lives. That speech that the president made last Wednesday was not responsible, but it did not rise to the level of incitement. The president did not say, grab your pipe bombs, grab your pitchforks, go storm the Capitol building. He did not say that. So the incitement issue could never hold up in court, let alone a Senate trial. All right. But this is political theater once again. And what I fear, what I fear is that while all the political theater is going on in terms of impeachment, that it's the old sleight of hand trick. Right. Look at what we're doing with Trump on one hand. And in the other hand, have you noticed what's going on out there right now? Have you noticed the radical left is basically canceling out the right. The radical left is doubling down. Republican senators Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley are now being canceled by the cancel culture. Democrats are shaming them. Basically, they are demanding their resignations for those senators objecting to electoral college results. Think about that. Cruz and Hawley are doing precisely what Democrats like Nancy Pelosi have done in the past, by the way. But now Cruz and Hawley, because they support this president and play on the other side of the aisle, they're being branded as traitors. Really? It's insanity. And speaking of insanity, the great unifier, right? The great, the the great uniter, president elect Joe Biden compared Ted Cruz's and Josh Hawley's objections to the Nazis. Another wonderful radical left playbook option. When you want to get someone's attention, talk about Hitler and his band of Nazi thugs. Insanity. Joe Biden talking about these two senators who would like to see our election systems examined and overhauled, along with 74 million others. They're Nazis? This from the great unifier? Joe Biden labeled it the big lie, referencing, you got it, Hitler. The big lie basically is is a propaganda technique used back in the day by the Nazis, by Hitler for political purposes. It was coined by Hitler in his book Mein Kampf about the use of a lie so colossal that no one would believe that someone could have the imprudence to distort the truth so infamously. The big lie. That's where you want to take us, huh, Joe? The great unifier. 74 million people question our election systems right now. 74 million people. And some of our elected officials voice those concerns. And we're going to call them Nazis. Look who's being the Nazi here, Joe. Look who's being the Nazis, radical left. The great unifier. Yeah, right. This is insanity. 74 million people have questions about our election systems. And yet, Dems, they don't care. Radical left is out for blood right now. They are doubling down after what happened last Wednesday at the Capitol building. Never let a good crisis go to waste, right? And here's the thing. Joe Biden, 
he knows that the media is not going to challenge him on anything. Big tech, big media, they're all on the same side here. There is no umpire, unfortunately, today. It is insane how these senators, Hawley and Cruz, have been treated over the last week. Insane. And you talk about insane. What about Congressman Jim Jordan and, and how he's been treated? You talk about shamed. They're trying to cancel this guy, too, after he supported President Trump. Heck, Elise Stefanik, congresswoman from New York, was booted by Harvard off an advisory board because she objected to election returns. A mere objection, folks. Think about this. A mere objection to an election that half the country is questioning who's being the Nazis now. And what about the stories to block employment from President Trump's inner circle? This is a quote from Forbes magazine. Quote, let it be known to the business world, hire any of Trump's fellow fabulous above and Forbes will assume that everything your company or firm talks about is a lie. Are you kidding me? And then they list the names. Sean Spicer, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Stephanie Grisham, blacklisted, fabulous, blacklisted, Kellyanne Conway, Kaylee McEnany. It's unbelievable. We're at a point in this nation where being a member of a certain political party will get you to a point where you are totally ostracized and can't make a living. This is the United States. And you look at big tech. They basically silence President Trump and his allies. Twitter, heck, Facebook blocks any mention of Stop the Steal. And Amazon, Apple, and Google drove a competitor of Twitter, Parler, off of the digital map. Parler can't find another host provider. This is insane. Think about this. You have politicians canceling and you have big monopoly tech companies canceling. The left is using this capital breach to basically double down and continue to cancel free speech. And you wonder why 74 million Americans are fed up. And by the way, this is all going on as the Democrats go on with another ridiculous impeachment. Again, I am in no way taking up for those morons and goons who breached the U.S. Capitol last week. They should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. And we're learning more and more about what went on last Wednesday. And the more I learn, the more my stomach turns. But this is happening right under our noses right now, folks. This, the canceling of free speech, is even more of an alarm bell. Unity? Forget about it. The radical left is now using this crisis to double down and it's canceling of free speech from the right. That's going to do it for the Inez Says Pod today. Appreciate you being here. I'll see you next time.